0: Welcome to the First Comics News Podcast. Welcome to First Comics News, episode 43. Let's start off with a look at the newest Star Wars comic. This is Star Wars Issue 3. Marvel Comics rebooted the Star Wars comic that they started a few years ago. Uh, The first series, Volume 1, if you will, takes place between the end of Star Wars and the beginning of Empire Strikes Back. The new series starts immediately after Empire Strikes Back and shows those critical few days after... The end of Empire Strikes Back, uh, the lack of trust between the Rebellion and Lando Calrissian. The initial fortes into Jabba's palace. Uh, You know, why it took him so long to find, uh, to get this rescue plan in, if they knew that Jabba uh, was going to get him. Uh, Pretty cool. It's not as uh, mind-blowing as the first series with uh, additions to the canon. But there are some neat little things, including the cliffhanger for this episode, which I won't spoil here, which was pretty cool to see. Um, Yeah, I like it so far. Uh, The problem with these comics is people seem to have great ideas to fill in some of the gaps between movies, and then they kind of run out of ideas. So these first, I'd say, first 12 issues, uh, much like the uh, Volume 1, will probably be very cool and innovative with some nice additions to the canon, and then it'll kind of uh, slow down a little bit. But uh, definitely check that out. I mean, I don't think I have to tell you to check out Star Wars if you're interested in it. Uh, but I do want to tell you that it is worth checking out. I've uh, stopped reading most of the spin-off comics because I don't find much value in them. Uh, you know, the little mini-series and stuff. Although the Darth Vader series uh, got people worked up on the Twitterverse uh, because it was revealed that Padme survived. Ah, she's at the end of the episode. Uh, but I have a feeling it's not Padme. It's one of her... Uh, her decoy lookalikes or whatever, but people did get really upset about it. Uh, So that's Marvel Comics there. Uh, They also had uh, Spider-Ham issue 3, which continues to be uh, just a great read. Uh, I've been a longtime fan of Spider-Ham, going back to his original uh, debut in Marvel Tales, uh, T-A-I-L-S. And this new series just is is great. It was such a thrill to see him in uh, the Spider-Verse movie. Uh, just fantastic! Uh, I don't know. I think the character always appealed to me, and I'm, I'm thrilled to see his solo series doing so well. Uh, there's an independent publisher called A Blaze, which uh, has a series called Kids with a Z K I D Z, and the first issue caught my eye in the comic shop, uh, based on what looks like be a parody of a, a Goonies movie poster. And I guess there's a whole set of uh, movie '80s movie poster spoofs. Uh, And I actually uh, picked it up thinking it would be a great uh, comic, perhaps, for one of my kids. But this is definitely uh, not for kids. Uh, There's some violence and some vulgarities. Uh, It's a zombie comic, but it's a a fresh take on the comic zombie universe. Usually I avoid zombie comics like The Plague. I read the first, I'd say, 40 issues of The Walking Dead. I started picking that up around issue three or four. I mean, it was at the time where I could have picked up the first three issues if I wanted to. And I, of course, like a fool, I did not. Uh, but if you have those early, maybe dozen issues of The Walking Dead, I wrote in frequently almost every issue uh, to the comics. So you can look for those. Um, so I tend, I kind of burnt down on the zombie thing. Uh, but this comic caught my eye. I didn't realize it was a zombie one. I just thought the cover was really cool. Uh, when you par- parody a 80s movie poster, it almost, 100% of the time, uh, gets my attention and draws me to it. I, I love love the covers, and I love this one, and I I really enjoy the story. Um, I, I've run on their website, an issue two's out, but I have not been able to find it. Uh, but definitely check out Kids from Ablaze Publishing. Uh, I believe that's ablazepublishing.com. Uh, that's a good one. Another one that came in, uh, this one came digitally to our review uh, pile from firstcomicsnews.com. Uh, this one's called no now sit down for this one uh this one's called Shark of War: The New Law of the Sea this is uh created by Ben Lacey uh with some letter by Nick powers uh it's a uh, I don't even know how to describe it it's <laughs> probably one of the strangest comics i've read uh it's all digital computer graphics with three d models uh public domain ones online uh it's about a a, a military shark. Uh, causing chaos and biting people in half, and uh, rescuing uh kids from slavers. It's uh probably one of the more unusual comics I've seen. Uh, but I man, let me tell you, I laughed out loud a couple times and really enjoyed the story. Uh, some of the three D modeling is a little, uh, shall we say, suspect. Um, yeah, but three, as three, public domain 3D modeling is, you know, when people hold phones or whatever, it's, it doesn't look very natural. And there's a character who uh, kind of creates uh, or takes credit for the case. And I guess it's a uh, I, I guess it's a it's a he. Uh, but I, I thought it was an old lady the entire time. So I, I don't know. Uh, but it was a cool, cool story. Uh, fun, something like you haven't really read lately. Um Unfortunately, I I don't see uh, any website on the comic, but if you search for Biting Comics, oh, there it is right above, How I'm blind, www.bitingcomics.com, first printing 2020. Uh, It was a pretty good time. I mean, uh, it's definitely something uh, that I have not seen very much of. Uh, So we'll get a double dip here, uh, two different related stories. Uh, 2000 AD, uh, a long-running a weekly comic book in England, which is phenomenal when you think about it. Uh, a weekly comic book uh, anthology. Been going on for got year, decades. Uh, they're up to 2,171 uh, with The City Under Siege. Uh, the main focus every issue, of course, is uh, the man himself, Judge Dredd. Uh, but they have a series of other stories. This one has five, and they're all really good. They all have that British artwork style of, of coloring I don't even know how to describe it but it's very unique and you can't really miss it when you see it. Um, I'm a huge Judge Dredd fan back from the Quality Comics days. Um, back when I was probably so young that some of the uh some of the not parody but some of the, the social things they were talking about kind of went over my head, <laughs> you know, uh especially in the early days with Judge Dredd, he he wasn't a true uh hero uh, as you may Commonly think of him. He kind of manifested his way into more of a hero type, but in the early days, he was definitely a an overbearing uh, police officer. Uh, But that's great, and the best thing about 2080, if you never checked it out, is uh, it's available digitally online through their app, so you can actually get it every week, Uh, and it's a lot cheaper than buying it weekly uh, because obviously it'll be weeks before it gets over here uh, from the UK. So you're behind the curve if you're buying it in shops, and it's uh, pretty expensive. So it adds up quickly, but digitally uh, it's cheaper and more convenient, which is the way to go. But they're also releasing uh, The Best of 2000 AD, Issue 1. This is going to be coming out on uh, April 29th, right around Free Comic Book Day. Uh, and it's a, an introduction to people. 100 pages uh, containing a self-contained Judge Dredd adventure with a selection of supporting tales. Uh, this one had Halo Jones, among others. Uh, and it's great because if you're not that familiar with 2018 and you want a, a little introductory uh, nibble nibble, if you will, uh, definitely check this out when it comes out. The cover is absolutely beautiful with Judge Anderson and Judge Dredd. If you're not that familiar, you could listen to Anthrax's I Am the Law uh, song, which, when as a kid, being a Judge Dredd fan, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fan, and a heavy metal fan, listening to the Anthrax's Among the Living album uh, hit all. Hit all the bases for me. Uh, IDW Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Janika. If I'm saying that right, Janika, new female character, uh, the fifth turtle, if you will, is getting her own little mini series. Uh, I kind of on and off reading the Turtles. Again, I'm I'm back to where my friend Eric uh, brought in uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles issue. Three, I believe, when it was first published uh, back in the '80s, and it blew me away. Uh, I, I was a fan long enough that when he told me that they made an animated cartoon, I didn't believe him because the comic book was so dark and violent that I didn't see any way they could do it. And finally, he got me a VHS copy of the first five episode miniseries that I did not know anything about and missed completely, and I could not believe it. And I still, to this day, have a little part of me that that can't believe that the turtles uh, became this successful. Uh, but I, I guess uh, the long longtime uh, Kira, I believe her name was, uh, the Shredder's right-hand uh, girl, right-hand man who was a girl, however you want to refer to it, uh, got a blood transfusion, and she mutated into the, the fifth turtle. Uh, this was a sticking point, having a female turtle that I believe originally led to Eastman and Lard kind of going their separate ways. Uh, they had teenage mutant turtles 100 a couple uh, months ago, and the greatest thing about that issue, the one that actually almost made me tear up, was the very last page has an ad for a new comic, original comic coming from Lard and Eastman. Uh, if you watch the toys that made us, uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles episode, see they kept that all, all on the down low. Uh, they had not talked for years. Uh, it it was nuts. It was absolutely heartbreaking. And then at the end, they they actually got back together and were hanging out and drawing together. And it was. Uh, it was excellent. So definitely, I mean, I don't think I need to tell you. If you're a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fan, you probably watched that episode multiple times. But if you somehow missed it, do check out The Toys That Made Us, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on Netflix. Uh, so this is episode one, uh, episode one, issue one of the miniseries. And, and it's pretty solid. Casey Jones is in there. Uh, uh, it's good. It's, it's not your typical Turtles comic. Uh, as a new character, I'm not that vested in her yet. But I definitely could see the merits of this particular story. So uh well done on that part. Sticking with IDW uh Yusage Ujimbo Color Classics. Uh Stan uh Saki is, is a legend. I've I've talked about his Usagi Ujimbo comics Thanks. in past episodes, but they are going IDW is going back recoloring all the original comic books and republishing them as the color classics. Uh and it's a good chance for you to pick up for a little low investment, $4 an issue, uh, to check out those early stories. Uh, this is the foundation that the whole Yusagi Ujimpo universe is built on. And it is, uh, an absolute treat to go back and reread them in color. I have them in a black and white omnibus, but I mean, they, they, they look fantastic, uh, colored. Uh, let me see. They have this big, you know, review purposes only decal right in the middle of the credits, but, uh, uh, Rhonda Patterson uh, did the coloring, and she did a fantastic job coloring a, a de- you know three four decade old comic book. Uh, Stan is the man. I mean, you know, I know there's another Stan that we call the man, but this Stan is truly a gentle soul and and a great person. Uh, didn't rip off anyone, and is is truly a is truly an icon in the industry. Uh, so that, that's I. DW. Uh, let's see, do we have anything else in the review pile that I want to talk about today? I think that just may about do it for this week. Um, what I do want to say is I finally started watching Lock and Key, uh, based on the IDW series of comic books. And it's a. It's not as horror as I had anticipated it being. Uh, to be honest with you, it's it's... Uh, very kid friendly i think stranger things is a lot more intense than uh this particular one uh but it is pretty good i'm having trouble kind of with the early episodes with the kids uh god that girl is just wow is she uh is she moody i mean new school she she's complaining about not having any friends and the one guy who you know he's a handsome guy with a nice accent trying to befriend her and she's fighting it the whole way it's a Oh, it's kinda of, kind of annoying. But it's starting just to, to to click over and do good. And uh yeah, so I'm 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 try, starting to get into that a bit. Uh it's uh I mean check it out. I mean, everyone has Netflix, I think. If not, they have access to Netflix. Check out Lock and Key. Uh then check out the comic books that it's based on, and uh I think you'll have an enjoyable time. Also on uh, I believe it's still on Netflix. Oh no, it's HBO. If you have it, it's called the uh Oh, my God, I'm drawing a blank. Be foreigners. Be foreigners. So it's like foreigners combined with before. So this is a HBO Europe production. And uh, it's, it's, it's very cool. It's subtitled uh, Scandinavian, I believe, uh, is the native language. But what happens is people start coming through a portal from the past, and they're kind of immigrating into Europe, and uh, it, it's really cool. It's it's kind of unlike anything I've seen before, and I really enjoyed the first episode. My wife hated it; uh, she shook her head, "Nope," and got up and left at the end. Where I was actually intrigued where the story was going, but I think that may be more of a subtitle issue uh, than anything else. Um, but that that was that was pretty cool. Uh, I'm digging it. And we just started watching uh, the Outsider, uh, the first episode. I mean that now talk about an intense uh, series. Uh, that one had me on the edge of my seat. And actually, I was thinking about it later that night and the next day. It was that's kind of like haunting around the recesses of my memory. Uh, and uh, Jason Bateman stars in it. Uh, fantastic man, the whole cast is so good. But uh, particular note, Jason Bateman directed the episode, and he did a top notch job. Uh, so definitely check that out if you have access to the HBO as well, The Outsider. And, uh, a lot of good stuff there. So, uh, that's it. Uh, with movies, there's not really much coming out. Uh, the Invisible Man's out today. Uh, but uh, I don't know if I'm going to see that in the theaters. Or not. It looks a little, I don't know. It looks good, but I don't know if it's worth the money. Uh, we did see Sonic the Hedgehog. I thought it was fantastic. A lot of Easter eggs and little nods to the character. Uh, I, I, you know, of course it's a, it's a kids movie, uh, so I took my family, uh, my son, daughter, uh, and there was a ton of kids in there. And I mean, people clapped, people cheered. Uh, the end credit scene, people stood up and clapped and cheered and whooped. Uh, man, wow, it was a it was a pretty good uh, enjoyable experience at the movie theater. But Sonic the Hedgehog doing very well. It's outpacing uh, Detective Pikachu for the highest grossing video game movie of all time. Uh, it really gave uh, the movie studio a hit that it needed desperately after a bunch of misfires. So it's full steam ahead, and I did finally get a chance to see *Jane uh, Silent Bob* uh, rebooted, which I felt was, uh, yeah, it's as a lifelong Kevin Smith fan, I find uh, it's getting a little, it's getting a little painful. You know, it's it's like hanging out with your friends uh, from middle school who you realize yeah i don't really have much in common except for a shared history at this point but uh I and mean, i guess i'm in for clerks three uh, but after that i'm not sure uh sure what else he's gonna have up his sleeve but that's it for this week for first comics news podcast episode 43 i'll be back again uh, i'm gonna try to do weekly with the new anchor app right on my phone which makes it a hell of a lot easier to make and distribute these Um, And I can do them just about anywhere. So look forward to that. And I already have next week's comics in my inbox to review. So I will be back again. So thank you very much for watching, or listening as the case may be. And I'll talk to you next time. Welcome to the First Comics News Podcast.